Hello, and welcome once again to Refresher, the pop culture therapy podcast. I am Chris Levine, and I will be your host again this time around. Today, we are talking about the phenomenon known as Capgrass Delusion. Hey, Chris Levine, what is this thing you speak of? Well, in a nutshell, if you have Capgrass Delusion, essentially you're convinced that at least one person in your life is an imposter. Can you imagine that? All of a sudden you you look at your spouse, maybe one of your kids, or a parent, or a dog. You're not the real one. Who are you? How did you get in my house? See, according to the PubMed website, quote, It is a syndrome characterized by a false belief that an identical duplicate has replaced someone significant to the patient. The imposter can also replace an inanimate object or an animal. This issue is named after Joseph Capgrass, who first identified the disorder in a paper that reported the case of a woman who complained that corresponding doubles had replaced her husband and other people she knew. The woman also believed that there existed a double of herself out there. Have you heard of this? Imagine being convinced that someone in your life wasn't really them anymore, and that someone was pretending to be them to trick you. I've seen things like this on Star Trek. Wait a minute. Which is the real guy and which is the imposter? Because there's two of them now. I even, I hope you're sitting down, recently saw an episode of The Love Boat where there were two gophers and they had to discern which was the right one. And Captain Steubing picked the right one because he did his job wrong. That must be the right guy. Well, this this is actually a real thing. People thinking that there are imposters in their lives. In fact, here are three real cases of this. First, there's the case of the 74-year-old married housewife. Now, she had the belief that her husband had been replaced by another unrelated man. That being the case, obviously, she refused to sleep with the imposter, locked her bedroom and door at night, asked her son for a gun and finally fought with the police when attempts were made to hospitalize her. At times, she started to believe that her husband was her long-deceased father. The thing is, though, is that she easily recognized other family members, no problem, but would only misidentify her husband. Just that one guy. Another one. 28-year-old single woman with delusions that a man was making exact copies of people and that there were two of her. There was an evil one and a good one. Now, her official diagnosis was schizophrenia, but 
coupled with Capgrass delusion. Then there was the 59-year-old man whose wife reported that he began to see her as a double or an imposter. He was prescribed to have progressive cognitive deterioration and was diagnosed also with, you guessed it, Capgrass disorder. Now, we touched on it a little bit, but pop culture, they play with this. From time to time, you see this, but but not very often in a literal way, more in a horror or in a sci-fi kind of way, maybe like invasion of the body snatchers kinds of things. Then in pop culture, there was the whole Paul is dead phenomenon. You remember that or heard about that, where many people truly believed, some still do, that the real Paul McCartney had died in a car crash on November 9th, 1966, after a fight with the other Beatles during a recording session? Well, according to believers in this, to spare the adoring public from grief, the Beatles replaced McCartney with a man named William Shears Campbell. You remember the name Billy Shears on the Sgt. Pepper album? Well, William Shears Campbell was supposed to be the winner of a Paul McCartney lookalike contest. Now, so much was built around this that people actually started finding what they called clues to justify that this was not Paul McCartney, but was a total imposter. For example, the phrase, turn me on, dead man, was supposed to be heard when the white album track Revolution 9 is played backwards, or the license plate on the white Volkswagen Beetle on the Abbey Road photo, containing some characters that people found cryptic. The characters were 28IF, or 28IF, meaning 28 was how old Paul McCartney would have been at the time had he not died. There are many others. But you know, I love this quote from Ringo Starr at the time. This is what he said. He said, a DJ put all those signs together. Paul with the Volkswagen Beetle, or on Magical Mystery Tour, where the three of us had red roses, but Paul had a black one. Here's my point in quoting Ringo here. This is what he said. It was just madness. There was no way we could prove that he was alive, even though he was. You see, people, some people at least, had, had made their mind up that he was dead. And that was it for those people. I was thinking, though, how many of us have at one time really thought about things of this nature? Maybe just to ourselves. That My wife and I have discussed that there's been times where we've thought, who really is this person that I'm married to? And it's not in a negative way necessarily, but in the sense that day in, day out, I live side by side with this person and am devoted to this person. Who is this person? In an extreme sense, it's kind of like a real life godfather situation. Like you are Kay Adams. You're dating Michael Corleone, who's fresh out of the military. Now, by the time you're married, little you don't know, he secretly married another woman in Italy, and he's a mafia boss. Again, it's extreme, but it isn't far-fetched to ask from time to time, who is this other person? Who really is this friend of mine? Who really is this uncle? 
who really is this spouse? Or maybe there's the thing in pop culture that we see all the time, and it happens in real life too, where say a child's goldfish or turtle or hamster dies. The parents don't want to deal with that. They want to spare the child the grief. So what do they do? They go to the pet store. They try to find one that looks just like the deceased one. Again, this has been done oftentimes in pop culture as well. And usually the kid knows. Isn't that interesting? What is interesting too is that Capgrass delusion is really more of a symptom than it is a syndrome. It's usually just kind of a, a little echo of the big problem that is really happening. You see, normally this happens because other things mentally are not going right. And there are victims of this or ones that have to deal with this more than others. Uh, one of the biggest groups that deal with this are caregivers, be they relatives or medical personnel, because oftentimes these ones have to convince that relative or patient that they really are who they say they are over and over again and explain what they're doing in the home. I, I couldn't help but think again in pop culture of that uh, 50 First Dates movie here. You remember that one where every morning Drew Barrymore woke up, but she forgot everything that happened before and it was like a daily clean slate? Well, Cap grass delusion is similar as people are always having to remind people who they are and why they're there. Maybe we can wrap this up this way. Most people don't have full-blown capgrass delusion. Even if we have our little suspicions from time to time, we generally don't go too crazy over thinking somebody's an actual imposter. We all see what we see. Sometimes we see what we want to see. And, you know, the Harvard Business Review says that a ubiquitous tendency among humans is to only think as much as they feel they need to and no more. And I find that interesting along with this subject. You see, we rely on simple, efficient thought processes to get the job done. Not so much out of laziness, though there is a little bit of that too, but out of necessity. See, there's just too much going on, too much to notice, too much to understand, too much to act on for us to give every individual and every occurrence our undivided, unbiased attention. It goes on to say that human thought, like every other complex process, is subject to the speed versus accuracy trade-off. What we mean is, is a lot of times, the faster you go, the more mistakes you make. But if you're super thorough and super diligent, it may feel as though what you're doing is taking an eternity. We are motivated tacticians, strategically choosing ease and speed or effort and accuracy depending on our motivation. And for a lot of us, most of the time, getting just the gist of something will do us just fine because that's the speed we're choosing. So we may not have capgrass delusion, but it is fair to say that we may know people but not know them. They may know us, but they don't know us. That said, I guess a good question might be to ask this. Do we allow our friendships and our relationships to go deep? That can be scary, and it's a risk, sure. But if we find a genuine other person to be friends with, do we let our guard down? 
total transparency, I usually don't. Not completely. But I, I totally am aware I'm a work in progress. I promise you. I'm trying. But what about you? Do you peel back the layers and deeply try to understand your friends? Or do you just try to get the gist of them? And do you let your friends try to understand the real you? Let's close here with a quote. It comes from Socrates, who honestly, I'm not the hugest fan of, but I do like this quote because it's very balanced. Here goes. It says, be slow to fall into friendship, but when thou art in, continue firm and constant. We once again have arrived at the time on Refresher when we present you with a Spotify playlist. We have for you this time around a Refresher podcast, Capgrass Delusion playlist. You can find it really easily on Spotify. Just type in Refresher podcast dash Capgrass, C-A-P-G-R-A-S, Delusion. So here's our 10 songs this time around. Track number one is Roxy Music with the beautiful song, Just Like You. Number two, Always See Your Face by the band Love. Number three, Jonathan Richmond from the Modern Lovers with I'm So Confused. Number four is Identify by the OJs. Number five is a nice little oldie but goodie by the Fleetwoods called He's the Great Imposter. Number six, the Kinks with their song Strangers. Number seven, You Can't Come In. You Can't Come In. It's the specials with You're Wondering Now. And yes, if you were wondering, that's also what they use for Death in Paradise. Number eight. Confused by the John Spencer Blues Explosion. Number nine is Janice Ian with Mistaken Identity. And number 10, Simon and Garfunkel with the lovely song for Emily, Whenever I May Find Her. That is our new playlist. Again, you can find this play easy, play Labadabadoo on Spotify. Just type in refresher podcast dash crap glass. You know, I got through the whole thing. So I'm not going to give up. I think I can. I think I can. That's our new playlist. Again, you can find this playlist easily on Spotify. Just type in Refresher Podcast dash Capgrass Delusion. We would like to welcome some brand new listeners to our little show. Our demographics report shows that we have new listeners in New York in two different places. We have new listeners in Utica, New York, and in Saucoit, New York. Welcome to Refresher. This show simply would not exist without all of you. If you could all do me a favor, please continue to pass this podcast along to your friends. Also, if you'd like to help keep this podcast stay up and running, if you would like, you can make a small monthly contribution. Just see the support this podcast link under the episode description. You can also go to our website for all things Refresher at refresherpodcast.yolasite.com for refresher gear, as well as all of my books and links to friends of our show who we appreciate beyond belief. That is refresherpodcast.yolasite.com.
www.thepeopleshow.com. As always, the music that begins and ends this podcast is by the band Dive. The song is called A Day Late, and it was written by Mr. John Villafuerte. But until next time, this is Chris Levine for Refresher, the Pop Culture Therapy Podcast. Once again, I beg you, don't clown. Just get down. Everyone, please take care. Do yourself a favor and remember that there's a big difference between worry and concern. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening, everybody.